0: thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them.
1: Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp.
0: people, it is Sunday night, yeah it is, I am your sweet and lovable host, yeah I am, <laughs> and this is Madonna, I mean Mandisa, <laughs> I'm tired, sorry, <laughs> <watching> <laughs> <people drive by laughs> on the Madonna Down and Mandisa, t- <laughs> <so. laughs> so I have no really teleprompter people, right. <laughs> Yeah. Woohoo. Whatever it is you may be going through. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tonight. I oh well Stay in the fight for Yeah you are. Right. Introducing my handsome hunky husband co-host, Randall Panda Bear. He's a little late. Yeah, there he is. Ooh, Just take a breath. Don't forget hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're an overcomer. Yeah, you are. In the fight to the final round. Come on, put up your fists, no, no, Mr. Holding you, you right want. now. You might be, be down, down for a moment, moment, feeling like it's hopeless. Battle. okay so (laughs) I just had to open the show with that yeah I did I rub my ear as always I ever wonder how those TV people they they actually have these earbuds in their head the whole time and somehow they don't go deaf so hi everybody glad that you're here yeah I am so if you don't know who I am you're not alone because I guarantee you there are more people in the world who don't know who I am than do. Yep. True story. But you know what? The most important people in the world know who I am. Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, hey, I uh, I am um, Stacey Lynn Harp right there. That's me. And Randall and I... Randall, if you're new to the show, let me tell you that my co-host, that handsome, hunky man right there, or that way, no, that way, or that way. To th- your left. That way. Ugh. Anyway, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. We are a couple of yeah, we balls. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, we literally just got home like basically an hour ago, after being gone half the day at a Super Sunday uh, Legal Shield training. That's (laughs) right. We sat for four hours in a room, and we listened to a lot of words being spoken from a guy named Alex, who is an absolutely wonderful, awesome, totally compelling speaker. And I'm not kidding you. This guy is in his 30s. He's the top, he's, he's a $50,000 ring earner, uh, and he did the whole presentation and talked without notes, with the exception of the PowerPoint that was on the wall, which he knows by heart. Anyway, um, it was really good. It was a really, really good thing, but we had to come, back. Ha- I mean, we literally rushed home. We went to Taco Bell. Yeah, we did. And then we came home, we feed our dogs because they're three hours late and they're feeding. I tried to feed them beforehand. One ate, the other one didn't. And anyway, to make a long story short, we scarfed down our Taco Bell dinner. And Randall gave me ice cream for dessert. So if I fall asleep during this show, you know why. It's because of the food coma that I'm in. (laughs) That's why, that's, that's truly why I played Mandisa. So I could be more awake. I'm actually still wearing my Ladies of Justice garb. Don't the lady, the L, right there.
1: It's not for Laverne.
0: There. (laughs) Got my pin on still. I don't have my name tag. Did I take my name tag off? I must have, because I don't have it on anymore. I don't know where it went, though. But I do have my business cards. Right here, I think. Oh, no, that's my nice and clean. For glasses. But there's my business card right there. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so we told some Legal Shield people about our show tonight. So, if you are watching our show, I want you to know that I'm glad that you came in to watch our show. Yeah, I am. And I'm glad that you you are a part of a worthy mission in the world to protect people, to empower people with our membership with Legal Shield. Yeah, cuz it's a great membership and I know you guys are like what what's legal shield i have no clue what legal shield is well i i will tell you that legal shield is awesome right Bareface? Indeed. it's <laughs> seriously have you ever, okay uh, before randall gets into the the thing you guys know i usually do a 20 minute opening commentary and tonight really honestly what i want to do is i want to talk about your mind set people you guys know I'm a counselor by training, right? Marriage, family, therapy, child, couples group, adolescent, you know, people, individual. Anyway, I spent a long time getting my education, earning that big fat MS after my name. And you know what the overwhelming training in Legal Shield has to do with? It has to do with your mindset and personal development. And this is the thing, you know, the legal plan, the identity theft protection that we offer, everybody can afford it. So that's not an excuse for anybody because it's totally affordable, right? Just like everybody can afford Netflix. No big deal. Right? But you know what most people can't afford or they don't think they can afford? It's their mind set. They're not committed to changing how they think or behave. About anything and one of the things that Alex said today that I I thought was pretty cool was he said um, he said I'm trying to remember exactly how he said I can't remember how he exactly said it but let me just say this how many of you have ever lost weight I have about 10 years ago I was about 300 pounds now I'm about 239 okay so I have lost 60 pounds let's say in a decade, it's taken a long time for me to lose weight. Um, I think I look pretty good, even though I'm quote overweight, but here's what he said. He said, now let's say that, that you don't get applauded for doing something consistently like keeping the weight off, right? He was, he used the, he used the um, example of 30 pounds, right? That he lost 30 pounds yeah that's great that's great that's great but what happens if you gain the weight back people notice most polite people don't say anything but if he were to lose that weight again guess what everybody would applaud him yay but but you don't get applauded for the consistency and keeping the weight off period so you never gain it back right and it's the same thing like with um like cleaning your house Okay, well, I'm totally not consistent in it at all. I, I grew up with a mom who is a total clean freak, so I've kind of gone the opposite. I mean, my house isn't a complete disaster or anything. It's lived in. I work here. I live here, so it looks lived in. Um, but just using the example of the dishwasher, Randall and I have this ongoing challenge where... You know, we'll load up the dishwasher, we will clean the dishes, and then we'll just leave them in the dishwasher (laughs) instead of taking them out and putting them away, which we really need to get into the habit of doing that. But here's the thing. When we don't take the dishes out of the dishwasher and we decide, oh, I'll just use, you know, you you open it up pull out the dish that you want. Where do you put the dirty dish? In the sink or on the counter, right? And then your counter gets all built up and everything and you have the sink and all that. And you're like, oh... This is a disaster. (laughs) And then you got to wait for the dishwasher to be empty again instead of just emptying the stinking thing in the first place, right? The maintenance of keeping your house clean or keeping your dishes where they should be is the issue. And that's the thing. When you're trying to build a company, you know, a direct sales company in particular, really, or any company, you have to be consistent in your behavior. And nobody applauds you for that, generally speaking. But what I can tell you is in Legal Shield, the thing about this company that I am as the guy said today, you bleed Legal Shield. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, hmm. I understood what he meant. I thought, is that true? I guess it is actually because I'm pretty sold on it, right? I know how this company helps people. I know the legal services, how it helps people. I know that our identity theft protection protects people and restores in case something happens. You don't have to worry about it, unlike other, uh, you know, legal, um, other identity theft protection services, which pretend to protect you, but they really don't, right? So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, it's the personal development aspect of Legal Shield, which is why I love it so much. Because when you're around people who have the right mindset, who are on, who are daily pursuing being a good influence, a positive person looking to build people up and not tear people down, when you're constantly surrounded by people who are encouraging you instead of discouraging you, you can't help but win. You know, and it's interesting because I listen to a lot of, uh, marketing people and and different things like this. And you'll hear a lot of the same things. But you know, some of the top things that you hear over and over again are be consistent. Be consistent. And, um, well, that's all I'll say for that. Cause I had another thought coming to my mind. I thought, should I say that? No, I don't know. Anyway, here's the other thing that Alex said. And that really stood out. And then Randall, you know, you can come in and weigh in here too. So Randall, um, w- was there the whole time, but so, so Alex, the presenter, he said this other thing. He said, how many of you, um, when you were growing up and you're in a classroom and the teacher would say, Hey, you know, who's, you know, who's the best drawer, You know, do you want to draw, draw something on the, the chalkboard or whatever? Um, you know, everybody would go, "Oh, me, 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 me," and I'm thinking about that, right? Because usually I teach them what I didn't tonight because we were at this event. But I know when I teach my kids in Sunday school that you know there are so many people, so many kids who think they're great. They want to draw, they want to go up and speak in front of everybody. They're there. They're like, "Yeah, I could do it. I'm the best. This. I'm the best. That. I'm the
1: pick me, pick, pick me. me,
0: right? But and and I was always that way. That's there's a shocker. I always talked in class. There's a big shock. Um, but as you get older and you go to college, it's the exact opposite. Instead, you're like like me. I sat in the back of the class, tried to hide. You know, I didn't want anybody to see me. And um, and when he said that, I was like, that is so true. And you know what it is? Is as you get older what happens is your confidence gets stripped from you 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 are you're attacked with your mindset and like let's just say this in the world of direct sales right direct sales is an actual occupation it's actual profession one of the number one things you hear all the time is it's a pyramid scheme and you know it's interesting when I practiced as a marriage and family therapist, I never had anybody criticize me for being a marriage and family therapist. And yet at the same time, I have to tell you, was it really hard um to explain what I did? No. People kinda knew what I did. You come in, talk to me, and what would I help you with? Your mindset, actually. That's exactly what a therapist does. They help you with your mindset. They help you to understand situations and help you to work things out, right? And it's no different than a direct sales, except for the product is different, you know, that you're selling it towards. So like, let's say if I was gonna sell Avon, my goal would be to sell you a product that you could take away. Everything stores do, right? But because I'm selling you a service with Legal Shield. It's a pyramid scheme. At least that's what they like to tell you. And it's not a pyramid scheme. It's anything but. If Legal Shield was a pyramid scheme, it would be one of the most brilliant pyramid schemes of all time because they would have attorney provider law firms in all 50 states, Canada, and the United Kingdom all at the same time ripping people off. If it was a pyramid scheme, there would be thousands of people in the law profession like backing it up and supporting it. (laughs) So it's kind of like... That would be the elaborate thing. It would be like, wow, I wish I could come up with that and have attorneys on my side <laughs> if it was a pyramid scheme. But the reality is, is this, it's not a pyramid scheme. And the irony is, is that when you're in this type of business, it's about mindset. Anything in your life is about mindset, which is why Romans chapter 12, verse 2 is my favorite verse in the Bible, one of them, which says, don't be conformed to this world but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you are gonna have your mind transformed, you have to have something that's transforming it, right? And what is that something? It's what you put in your head. It's It's the stuff that you're putting in your head. You know, for years, you know, you hear on TV, all the negative bad news, and you know what? There's been surveys done, where people who watch and consume negative media, TV, news in particular, they watch it all the time. They're some of the most depressed people. If you're on Facebook 24 hours a day, scrolling through those feeds and looking at all the positive highlights of people's lives, you're going to get depressed. Social media depresses people, people, just so you know. Because because pe- there's this, there's a couple of things. There's like this attention competition people are after. Plus, it's the idea it's the story you tell yourself when you're looking at other people's stuff, like, that drives you crazy and into the depression, right? Instead of looking and going, you know what? I don't need to look at this garbage. Are you throwing something at me? No, I'm to... Okay. Well, he's, he's chewing his paw. So what you need to look at is your mindset. So that's why I like Legal Shield so much because the people I'm around are positive. They're uplifting people. They're they're people who want to be held accountable. They're people that love change. They're people that love a challenge and we're looking for help, people. We are looking for help. We're looking to get people protected from the scoundrel, evil-doer people out there who try to take advantage of you and screw you over, rip you off, and we just want justice. That's what we want, and it's affordable justice with a tap of an app. That costs you 25 bucks a month, actually, just slightly under that to be absolutely technical. But anyway, so, yes. Is there backup music? Oh, okay. I just stopped it because I tapped my computer, people. Anyway... So, uh, so yeah, so I just wanted you to think about that. Think about what Alex said that I kind of conveyed here. As a kid, you're all excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this because you're confident. Nobody's told you you can't do it, right? You believe, you have faith. But then as you get older, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. And then people who do, right? People who do do it like me and actually succeed in it because I actually put the effort and work in for it. You know, oh, you're crazy. You're in a pyramid scheme, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, he, he made a comment about how you're not applauded for being consistent behind the scenes. You're not looking at the phone calls I make every day. I had a, a young man today. He asked me, he, he, you know, I, I have, I signed up five people this month. Okay. And it's only the 19th. So it's half the month, right? Already working on next month's performance club. How did I do it? By continually talking to people and going to networking meetings, not only just going to a networking meeting and going, Hey, hi, I'm Stacey Lynn. I'm here with Legal Shield, Ladies of Justice, but actually putting info in my CRM, actually picking the phone up, calling people, actually texting people, actually doing work, having a relationship with people. And here I'll give you an example. I went to the gym. I go to the gym. Hopefully three times a week because I play pickleball. So it's usually three to four times a week I'm at the gym. Well, I decided to start weightlifting a, a number of months ago because um, because I want to build my upper body strength. And to make a long story short, I made a friend with a woman um, who I started doing weightlifting with. Well, I didn't bring up Ladies of Justice with her in the beginning. I didn't even tell her what I did. We just bonded over weightlifting. And to make a long story short, we ended up going out to lunch one time and then, and then, and then it came up. And then after that, you know, we continued to have our relationship and just meet at the gym and weightlift and, you know, occasionally text each other and stuff. Well, one day out of the blue, I get a message from her. I, I need your service. I said, okay, what, which, which one I need to get a will done. I said, okay, I can do that and it ended up being a couple more text messages back and forth but the point is is she signed up for my membership and it wasn't because i was like here take this you know you need this (laughs) i'm gonna hit you over the head with it no it was because i had a relationship with her so if you want to succeed in this business associates of mine watching get off your butt and go to a networking meeting get off your butt and follow up at a networking meeting. Get off your butt, get online. Find out where your networking meetings are instead of pretending like you want to be in this business but not do anything. Because you're never gonna get paid. Your paycheck is the result of how much work you do. And, and just one last thing, because my 20 minute rant time is up. Here's the other thing though. Your paycheck in this business is a result of what you do. Right? You're never going to move forward in life unless you do something different if you're stuck where you're at today. And that's my message. That's been my message for a very long time because I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I was stuck for 20 years or 30 years in the same place. Right? If you want to lead people and grow your team, guess what? You need to actually lead yourself first. And that is the hardest thing for most people to do is to lead themselves. If you can't lead yourself, you're never gonna lead anybody else. Right, bearface? Yes, dear. Cam <laughs> <Okay, I'm> done. <laughs> Hello people. Uh-uh. So yeah, why don't you go ahead and you can rant and rave now for twenty minutes or whatever yeah. you want to talk about.
1: Well you can't teach what you don't know, you can't lead where you don't go. Right. So um
0: Lisa, Angie, I see you out there. I don't know if anybody else from our normal audience is out there, but hello, people! Glad you're there. Um,
1: YouTube, we've got Christian Genie.
0: All right. Uh, Are you having problems on on Periscope? That's probably it, huh?
1: Barb and uh, George Thompson from the Soviet Socialist State of Minnesota. On-
0: really, gotcha. Uh, Hi, George. Hi, Barb. Hey, Jeannie, I sent you a text message this morning, and you didn't answer it. What's oh. with that? You should look at the text message and answer it.
1: <laughs> so there, she told you.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know, I just air everything out online. Okay, anyway, hey, DJ. All right, okay, so Randall, you have any thoughts on that? Because it's about um, mindset.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, one thing that uh, the speaker said tonight stood out to me, he said, basically show me a person lacking in self confidence and it's it's a person that has not kept promises to, to themselves. themselves.
0: Right. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anything else stand out to you?
1: Well. Uh, several things, but I mean you've covered it pretty well.
0: Alright. So what we're going to do tonight is thank Ariel Ministries, our sponsor. Indeed, we shall. And then Bareface is going to jump into God's Word, and we're going to look at some stuff. So, Ariel.org is the place to go. Yeah, they they have been so gracious to us, and they have sponsored us for over three years. You guys, please go over and give them some love. Ariel.org, A-R-I-E-L.org. Go there. You can save 20% when you use our coupon code BibleNews. And I totally encourage you to go over there and check it out. Get on their email list. They don't email much, very much, actually. But um, what they do do is offer great biblical teaching from a Messianic Jewish perspective, which will help you grow in your faith biblically, you know, so you understand God's word in the, in the context in which it was actually written. Okay, so ariel.org. Also, if you want to go get on my text message list, you can text me, text the term Bible news, I always have to say that because I, I don't think people understand it, but text the term Bible news to three, three, two, two, two. That's it, people. It's going down there. It's scrolling down there. You can go ahead and text it to me right now, even as you're sitting there. If you'd like text Bible news to three, three, two, two, two. So that what that means is you actually put three, three, two, two, two in the number part, and then you put Bible news in the text part down there. And then you'll get on my text message list. I I do my best to send out a Bible quiz trivia question every day, which I have not done today. And also a scripture, which I also have not done today because I've been very busy today, people, just so you know. Um, If you want to donate to the show like a couple of you guys do, you can do that over at BibleNewsRadio.com. You can donate through PayPal. If you are a Venmo user, you can also contact me directly and I'll tell you how to give to me in Venmo. If you want to write a check, you can do that as well, just so you know. The address is on my website, BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. Um, and we already talked about Legal Shield. Hey, if you want to become a member of Legal Shield and an associate and make some money, and you want me to be your upline mentor and trainee, just so you know. That would be what I would be if you sign up under me. I would tell you how to do this business and train you. And then if you actually put effort in, I will continue to train you. <laughs> uh, you'll make some money. And I will tell you this. Th- this is the amazing thing about this company. Right now, if you sign up as an associate with Legal Shield, it's $99. That's it. Okay? But here's the thing. If you actually fast start qualify as a new associate with LegalShield, Legal Shield, which I'll give you the details on that later. You can make a three hundred dollar bonus like that within twenty days. If you up level again within forty five days, you can make another five hundred bucks, making that eight hundred total. If you need money, if you're one of these people who's like, Oh, I, need, I want to work from home, I need blah 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 blah. If you need money, Legal Shield will give you money. If you work for it and honestly, you don't have to do that much to get it. And what I'm going to tell you is that when I joined about two years ago, they didn't have this. I wish they had because I would have gotten it. But what I'm going to say is if you need some money and you you need to do little work. Then get in touch with me and I can tell you how to do it. We'll help you. Yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it. Bareface.
1: Yeah, that's me.
0: That's yeah, it me. is. Mm-hmm. You're handsome and hunky too, aren't you?
1: If you say so.
0: I do every day, well, you know yeah, it. <laughs> I know.
1: That's, you're the most important person to hold that opinion. Just so you know.
0: Well, you made me the woman I am today. What can I say? It's true. I'm I'm not I mean, I am the same person I was, but but Randall's love for me over the last thirty years has Made me the great person that I am today.
1: And I'm a better man because of you.
0: You're right. Mm -hmm. And humble, too.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And definitely better looking. Absolutely better looking than you were, like, all those years ago. Yeah. Minus the age spots and stuff, but whatever. By the way, pray for Tennessee, everybody. I should just say this. The Titans lost today. There's we observe a moment. there's of gonna silence? be an air of depression over Tennessee. Last year, when the Titans were this close, everybody in the city, you could feel the electricity that the Titans were almost there. Well, they lost today. And so now there's gonna be another wave of depression over Tennessee for a while. Poor Titans. I feel I when I heard, I almost cried because I was so sad for them. <laughs> I might just go buy a t-shirt anyway that says tighten up so people, mm. you know, I'm yes, yeah, so I'm tight. You know, the funny thing about Tennessee is that Tennessee is so serious about football. Well, about sports in general, but Well,
1: the Titans is the are the Titans are the only pro sports team in the state, so
0: they need to change that and get a baseball team or something.
1: Something. Yeah. I
0: don't know, but yeah, everybody loves the Titans. I mean, I don't even watch football, and I'm like, yeah, Titans. But now they're all depressed because they lost. But uh, yeah, so pray. No, I'm being serious. Pray for Tennessee because man, it's hard when the volunteer state has got on their side and tenant and the Titans <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, geez, already. Even the Cardinals, I stopped singing today when they heard. <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> all right, all go. right,
1: we're past the half hour mark. Here. Yeah. So hey, <sighs> uh, for those of you just joining us, uh, we've been going through the uh, first epistle of John, uh, First John, uh, Yochanan, if you want to get all Hebrew about it, uh, his first epistle, and and there w- were not chapters when he wrote this letter. Uh, so we're going through it by chapter, but the original letter what didn't have chapters and verses? It was a letter, uh, a letter letter written uh, to believers, and we see this uh, these themes run throughout. One is this one of light and darkness. Uh, you know, John talks about having held and seen and you know basically witnessed, been with in person of the word become flesh the messiah the christ jesus and even after his resurrection and we read in acts that he was with them with the uh with the apostles with the disciples uh for 40 days explaining to them the, the things pertaining to the kingdom of god And yet, John, in all of his experience in those years, says this is the message, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And we looked at how profound that is in understanding everything else about God's character, about our fellowship with him, uh, etc. And that theme of, of light and darkness, and how if we... If we don't recognize sin for what it is, then we're in darkness. Uh, being in fellowship with with the Christ, with Messiah, with Yeshua, with Jesus, and with the Father is not a matter of living a perfect life, but an honest life. Uh, recognizing sin for what it is and confessing sin for what it is. As we read in First John one nine: If we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we say we have no sin, we make him a liar. Uh, because if if we're sinless then he died in vain. And um, the whole propitiation for our sins is, is is pointless. It really isn't such a thing. Uh, but but there really is such a thing. We really are sinners in need of a savior and god as we'll see in chapter 5 of this epistle that god has given us eternal life and this life is in his son so as we looked at chapter 2 last week uh we saw uh, this this new commandment which really wasn't a new commandment that's to love one another uh i mean that goes back to the garden god's design from the beginning was that we Love our fellow man. Uh, when Jesus was asked what the greatest commandment was, he's quoting from Deut- Deuteronomy. He said, "Love the Lord your God fully, heart, soul, mind, and strength." He said, "The second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself." Uh, that's God's plan all along. So John writes, he says, "Well, here's a new commandment. It's not really a new commandment. It's it's a commandment you had from the beginning that we ought to be loving our fellow man. But it's new." In that now we have, you know, the word has become flesh rather than being words on a page of of God's um, desire for us. We have seen someone live it out. Um, And we also have the Holy Spirit to assist us uh, with keeping the commands of the Lord. So it's it's an old commandment with new life. uh, Because we've been given new life and... And um, again, the word became flesh that uh, God had human flesh. God had skin on and, and demonstrated uh, what it's like to live that righteous life. So now we're going to pick up in verse 12 of 1 John chapter 2. And as we do that, we will do that prayerfully. The Bible is the only book that comes with its author and it makes sense to approach the author to ask for understanding so we shall do that now father god you are the awesome god uh, the ultimate author of the scriptures that have been preserved throughout the ages and we look to you for guidance for understanding help us to receive the things that you have for us this time is yours to use as you will for our good, your glory, we ask in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Alright, here. 1 John chapter 2, picking up at verse 12. John writes, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. Of course, speaking of Messiah, and just as earlier in this what we call this chapter in this portion of the letter uh the term here uh, uh um uh is it technion anyway it's 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 um it's a term of endearment he's not talking like literal children but as you know a a fatherly sort of just as Jesus on after his resurrection that we read in the last chapter of John's uh, gospel, um, uh, Jesus standing on the shore calls out to the former fisherman in the boat and says, "Little children, do you have anything to eat um, it's that it's that it's that fatherly that's that, that um, yeah fatherly sort of um um term even though they're adults uh, as as an endearing sort of thing to say so i write to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his namesake it's not because of our doing or our good works or crawling on our knees to wherever or self-flagellation or whatever you know that that it's for his name's sake it's uh, that our sins are forgiven. It's because what Christ has done, what Messiah has done, uh, that our sins are forgiven. I write unto you fathers, verse 13, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. And again, we see both in John's Gospel and in this epistle, uh, this terminology in the beginning is like Genesis in the beginning. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, in John chapter 1, the beginning was the Word, and the Word is with God. And in First John chapter 1, it talks about that which was from the beginning, our eyes have seen, etc. That he's talking about the beginning of time and space. That um, when he uses this terminology, the beginning, that's the beginning he's talking about, not the beginning of the, of the church or the beginning of this year or whatever. So so I write to you fathers because ye have known him that is from the beginning. Um, The way I take this, and I could be wrong, I often am, but it seems to me, uh, since this is the first century church, these fathers that he's writing to are perhaps those uh, in the... In the early church, you know, about the time of the resurrection, uh, this epistle being written some, some probably. Um, oh, let's see, Book of uh, Revelation was written about AD 90 some, so you know, fifty some years after, after the resurrection, sixty years somewhere in there, fifty to sixty years. So, uh, this epistle uh earlier than that um so as paul wrote in first corinthians about the resurrected messiah being seen by 500 brethren at once uh, many of them alive to this day they said though some have fallen asleep so the vast majority of eyewitnesses uh to the risen christ you know probably were still living at that time and probably living this time as well and and even if not witnesses of the resurrected Christ part of that early um, the earlier earlier followers of of Yeshua of Jesus who would have known him personally so I write unto you, fathers because ye have known him that is from the beginning the same one he talks about at the beginning of this letter you know, that which was from the beginning, our eyes have seen, our hands have handled, etc. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. If if they're believers in Messiah, then they have come out of that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. If they've made Christ their king, they've overcome the wicked one. So as I write to you, little children, and, and again, that sort of uh, that uh, endearment, not not necessarily physical young people, little children, because ye have known the Father. I have written unto you fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. He, he repeats that. Um, I have written unto young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Again, a repeat of what he said. Um, was this some sort of uh, uh, scribal error, that it, it was... a repeated copy twice i don't think so um john being a good um good jew uh, uh a common thing in hebrew to make a point is to repeat it um i think back to i've been reading genesis of course because it's january and starting to begin the old testament uh pharaoh has these similar dreams and joseph tells him uh it was repeated because, you know, it's a sure thing that God's going to do. And you find that in Hebrew literature and thought that this repetition is to drive something home. And I think that the point here is you fathers have a responsibility. You, you, have, you have known him that is from the beginning. I mean, you know that we're not making this stuff up. Well, I mean, about Messiah. This isn't some crazy tale. Um, this is of, you know, no clever, you know, devised fables that... Uh, you you were back there at the time, as, as I was, and we witnessed Messiah, uh, the Word become flesh, God incarnate. Uh, you know was like. But you young men who, you know, you're young. You weren't there. This is... You know, this is some probably 40 years after the resurrection. Uh, The young men weren't there. They weren't eyewitnesses either, you know, of Christ before or after his resurrection. But they've come uh, to faith in Messiah having not seen him personally. And so the encouragement is, hey, you have overcome the wicked one. Again, the fathers—you've known him from the beginning. You have this responsibility. You have this assurance of your faith to pass on to the young men uh, because they're strong. The word of God abides in them. They've overcome the wicked one, and and I see it's an encouragement to both Um, you older men. You know, hey, you—you've known. You've known the Messiah in person. Uh, you should be bold and strong in your faith. And these young men who aren't eyewitnesses of Messiah, uh, they're still uh, in the faith. And they're they're young, they're strong, they've overcome the wicked one. And so, kudos to you. Uh, but I also see it uh, as, again, this encouragement to the older men. Hey, you need to see that these young guys continue in the faith and um uh you know continue to abide in the word etc okay verse 15 love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man a love the world the love of the father is not in him well wait a second we can't we can't enjoy our home or our family or our pets no, no, Verse sixteen clears that up. For all that is in the world, the world system, not just here on planet earth, but but a worldly, humanistic um mindset of just a materialistic mindset, all is in the world, the lust of the flesh, things are gonna gratify, they're gonna feel good, whether it's you know food, drugs, sex, whatever it is. Uh, the lust of the eyes um, things that you know are appealing to um, that um, not just enjoying good art but the, the lust of the eyes like yeah I want to be um, you know my my wardrobe or my style or whatever or you know I'm gonna look hot because of this or that uh And the pride of life um that those things that make me so cool or you know make me respectable kind of thing in a prideful sort of way. you know I want people to not respect me because of my conduct but respect me because who I am, you know that i am I have all that in a bag of chips all that is in the world in that worldly system comes down to that the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life and that goes way back to the garden the garden of eden look there in genesis chapter three uh when when the woman saw the food or saw the fruit um was um basically looked good was desirable to eat and had this idea that in the day she ate it, she would be as the gods, knowing good and evil. That it was all there—the lust of the flesh. She wanted it for food. Ooh, that looks so good to eat. Lust of the eyes. Boy, that looks good. And uh, the pride of life. Oh, I want to. You know, I want to have. I want to be godlike. Um, in fact, I want to because I can. I'm gonna pull that up real quick. Um bear with me here. Um right there, okay. Stand by. Sorry I should have had this set up. I'm gonna take off the caption there. Anyway, so Genesis chapter 3, uh, serpent temp, tempster, uh verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, lust of the flesh, and it was pleasant to the eyes, well, obviously a little lust of the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, pride of life. It's all right there. All right there, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Nothing new under the sun. That's what the worldly, you know, the world system and Satan, the god of this world, have offered from, you know, from the beginning. Uh, Those things. So, John warns not to love the world, neither things that are in the world. Again, not just the just things that are on planet Earth, because then you know why why even live here? But no, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the pride of life; those things are not of the Father, but it is but is of this world, and the world passes away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. That those things, you know, God is. Eternal, and uh, you know e- eternal life um, took on human life, human flesh and bone, that ultimately couldn't be destroyed, <laughs> continues to be the eternal Son of God. In order that we might have eternal life um, in eternity, uh, God is all about eternal things, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, probably, all those things are temporary. And they are the antithesis of God, uh, living for live, living for the moment, living for pleasure, living for temporal things, giving our allegiance and ourselves over to those things as if they're the end-all be-all, that, that is then the antithesis of what who God is and what he offers. Remember, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. There is no gray area. There's no a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Everything about him is holy and pure and righteous. So this this lustfulness and this pride, it's not of the Father. It's of this world. And this world's passing away. So don't don't love these things in the world, uh these temporal lustful prideful things because uh, they're the antithesis of, of who God is and what he desires for us. He desires eternity for us. Eternal life. Uh, that more abundantly. He that does the will of God abides forever. Whoever gives themselves to those other things, those lusts and the pride, uh, you know, the days are numbered. The days of those things are numbered. And the and, uh, law of diminishing returns. So again, little children that term of endearment. Dear little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists where we know that it is the last time. And of course, you know, the naysayers will say, well, you know, come on. This was, this was written nearly 2,000 years ago. 1,900, what, 80 years ago? I don't know. Something like that, got almost 2,000 years ago. And he's talking about that, th- th- this being the last time, uh, this is the last time, you know, these are the last days. I mean, come on. Um, you know, was, um Pogwash. <laughs> you know, baloney is, yeah... There's nothing changing. But again, Peter says, you know, in the last days, mockers will come saying, where is this promise of his coming? For since our fathers fell asleep, everything continues as it was. But they're ignorant, uh, willfully ignorant of this very thing. That, you know, in the past, God destroyed the world that then was by water. There's another judgment coming. And there was a long time before that first that first judgment and, and the next one to come. But I look at that. The um, writer of Hebrews says, you know, in various and sundry ways God spoke to the fathers, you know, in the past. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Well, why do you say the last days? Because it is the last covenant, is the new covenant, the New Testament which was initiated with the coming of messiah so from that moment on the clock is ticking towards towards the last days and if antichrists are assigned to the last days they were then oh my goodness you know even so more these days um i mean there's really nothing new under the sun but there's more of it and uh Yeshua, Jesus, talking about these signs of the times as being, he says At the beginning of, of birth pangs, there's labor pains, just like you know contractions uh, for a woman get closer together and more intense. We see the same thing happening. So, if Antichrist were a sign that whereby we know that it is the last time, then even more so today. They went out from us, but were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all, not all of us. Yeah, not all of them were of us. I would probably put that in more modern English. Uh, that, that again, nothing new to the sun. There were, there were some in the early church. But then they they went out and they may have started with the church, with the true church, uh, but never were really a part of it. You know, because if they'd been, uh, I said, you know, if they would were part of us, they would have con, they would have no doubt continued with us. But they didn't, and now they're out there spreading all sorts of heresy and drawing attention to themselves and and uh, false doctrines. Uh, Verse 20, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Uh, Who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, that denieth the Father and the Son. Boy, we could go on a lot there. Some calling themselves to be Christians, that teach modalism, that it's a God, that's sometimes a Father, who's sometimes a Son, who's sometimes the Holy Spirit. And that's that's not the teaching of Scripture. I mean, going back you know, to the Tanakh, the Old Testament, uh, God is a triune God. Not that I or anyone else can explain that. But it's clear that there are these persons of the godhead one god in in three persons so he is antichrist that denies the father and the son either they say there is no there is no god or you know there's no Christ or or they they have some you know speaking something like Christianity but denying the the personages of the father and the son um just a couple more verses and we'll we'll wrap this up so whosoever denieth the son the same hath not the father and he that acknowledges the son hath the father also let that therefore abide in you which you have heard from the beginning if that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you you shall also continue in the son and in the father that John's not writing to unbelievers. He's not, you know, he said, I'm writing because you do know the truth. And and I'm writing to you to encourage you to remain in the faith. And when you see this stuff that's going on out there, um, realize that this should strengthen your faith. Um, the, the presence of antichrist and lies means that there is a Christ and there is a truth. And, and you should be encouraged by that. And uh, look around those who are denying father and son, that they they don't belong. They don't belong to the church of God. Anyway, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. And next week, Lord willing, if we're all here, we'll go ahead and finish out uh, chapter 2, maybe even. Uh, get into um, chapter 3 a little bit. So, there you have it. Yeah, you do.
0: Yeah, you do. That was good, Bareface. Thanks. And for the few people that stayed for the whole show, you guys are awesome! Yeah, you are. and You have great taste. Yeah, you do. Alright, people. So, if you're a personal friend of mine and on Facebook, just so you know, every day I've been doing a video Designed to make you think, to encourage you, to uplift your spirits. Yeah. And um, all that. So now, Bareface and me are very tired. So we're going to go now.
1: (laughs) Now it's time to say goodbye.
0: Actually, though, wait. Randall's like, wait, I just got the thing. Wait. Oh, never mind. I'll just share. Wait, today's what's today's um... (sighs) hmm. Yeah, never mind.
1: Okay. Leave us hanging.
0: (laughs) No. I'll just do it on my Facebook page. Yeah, that's what I'll do. By the way, you can follow me on TikTok at StacyLynnLOJ. Yeah, you can. Just got 300 followers today. Super cool. Over there on TikTok. Also, Twitter. Everything else is Bible News Radio. Yep. So, it's been a long day, people. Yeah, it is. So, hope you have a good day. Night. Hope you have a good week. And bareface and me... Should be back next week and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And also, I will be booking an interview with Jeff Kinley, who has a brand new book called Interview with the Antichrist. So stay tuned for that. Watch my text message list because that's where I communicate with everybody the most. Again, if you haven't joined it, all you got to do is, is go up to the number part and put 33322 and then put in the part that you actually text. Bible news. Put that in there and hit send. Boom! And then you'll be on the list. And if you can't figure that out, then just tell me your phone number. I will add you personally and then you'll start getting text messages from me.
1: The recipient is 33222. The message is Bible news.
0: What he said, people. So, I think that's it all right that's it okay so be bold people stand up and go with god because he loves you no matter what